Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Bleed Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be looking at the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball matchups over the following week. But before we do all that, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsor. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on the football field once again. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more props, odds, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football-related. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Bed and Barrier podcast. Now, before we went on break, we previewed what we are doing for this week's show. Once again, talking about baseball for the first time this season. Talking about the Giants and going through their upcoming matchups against the White Sox and the Diamondbacks for the sake of this show. However, I do have to address a brief elephant in the room. Previous years, I went over the Giants and the Athletics. This year, I'm only going to do the Giants. Sorry if you're an A's fan, but the team's actively tanking. I'm really not sure how you expect me to fully break it down when I'm never really going to like the A's in any given game, besides when maybe... Blackburn or Montes are on the mound, but I don't know how much longer they're going to be there. It's very tough to give out betting advice and talking about when it's a good time to back a team that's actively trying to punt. So I, I'm like, I'm just going to skip Oakland. Uh, if you're rooting for the A's, good luck to you, but that's a rough situation and I'm not going to bother. So I'm going to focus on teams that actually care about making the playoffs and care about trying to win day in, day out. And the Giants so far this season have been pretty good. They are 40 and 34. They were a lot better. They were 38 and 28 about a week or so ago. And then ended up losing five of their last seven games, which is not ideal. But to go through the actual breakdowns for the Giants up to this point, they are 40 and 34, which puts them in possession of third place in the NL West. They are six games back of the Dodgers and four and a half games back of the Padres. They're seven clear of Arizona, and they're 14 clear of Colorado. So I guess the real question now is if the Giants can either, A, catch up to the Dodgers for first place in the division, or if they're going to have to settle for the wild card and try to fend off a couple of other teams. Now, the Giants, of course, still have a lot of the same talents from last year's 100-plus win team. I think it's not exactly a surprise that this team did take a step back because last year's success was borderline impossible to do, to uh, duplicate. I'm not sure how they were supposed to do that. Now, the Giants right now are one game out of a wild-card spot. Of course, they added an extra wild-card team this year, which should help the Giants' chances. 
But the Padres are three and a half up. The uh, Braves are two up. The Cardinals are right now technically even with the Giants because they did end up playing a couple extra games there. So the Giants could control their own destiny if they take care of business. So keep that in mind. But the Giants right now are technically out of the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But they're in decent shape. And we'll see what happens moving forward. But starting off with the recap of last week, I said they were five and seven. They're five. Sorry, they were. Uh, yeah, they were uh, two and five in their last seven. To go through those games, uh, played Atlanta, lost four to three. Played Atlanta, lost seven to six. A couple of really, I'd say, disappointing choke jobs there late in games. Uh, you had the loss to the Reds. At home on Friday, they beat the Reds on Saturday, then got buried by the Reds on Sunday. So losing a home series to Cincinnati is not ideal. Then beat Detroit with Rodon pitching, and then lost on Wednesday with Wood pitching. So not a great stretch. Now they're taking on the White Sox, and the White Sox have been one of, if not the most disappointing teams in the league. I think they probably are the most disappointing team in the league because of all the preseason expectations and how the White Sox won the division last year. Based on paper, they should win it again because the AL Central is weak. But, yeah, the White Sox aren't very good at baseball. And you could talk about how LaRusa has been an awful manager for this team, which is definitely true. But the White Sox simply put have too much talent to be six games under right now. And I have a lot of questions with this team. First of all, defensively, they are one of the worst teams in the league. They cannot field to save their lives. If you want to talk about the actual pitching, the bullpen has not been great. The rotation's been okay, but I think they expect it to be a little bit better. Basically, uh, Chicago is a team that has talent on paper, which means that they're a threat to win any game as a dog, but they've really not pieced it together whatsoever, and I do think they should struggle as a result in this series where the Giants had an off day. On Thursday, they get to regroup for Friday and try to get back on track. But you have Lance Lynn pitching against Alex Cobb, both pitchers, have really not been good this year. Lynn has a 6.19 ERA and a 1.44 whip. And if you want to look at his numbers recently, they are uh, not good. The last couple of starts, last two starts, 11 and two-thirds innings pitch, 6.17 ERA. He also has a road ERA of 6.23. So he's bad on the highways and bad recently, and that's not exactly a good uh, combination. Now, on the other hand, you have Cobb, who's been very underwhelming for the Giants as well. And if you want to look at his numbers, 5.48 ERA, 1.46 whip. So kind of a similar story to Lynn. He's really not been good. At home, he's been better, still not great, 4.78 ERA. And if you want to look at the last couple of starts, he's really not going much length at all. Uh, last two starts, eight and one-third innings pitched, 4.32 ERA. So I guess the argument is that Cobb has been better than Lynn this season, but I'm going to take the Giants anyway because I really do not trust the White Sox. This team, no matter how good they look on paper, just plays down to the competition, and they are extremely just poorly managed. And I do think that the White Sox might have a lead in this game. They might choke it, but give me the Giants to win this uh, series opener here on a Friday night, probably a close game. And as for the total, I will go with the over. I can't take an under with Cobb and win. Both these pitchers have been awful. There's a chance that either offense could go for seven runs by themselves. 
So I'm going to go with the over in that one. Now, looking at the Saturday game, this one's going to be the pitching matchup uh, or the most important pitching matchup of the series. You have Dylan Cease against Logan Webb. So far the season, Cease has been amazing. He has 81 innings pitched, 121 strikeouts, 2.56 ERA. Webb has been very good as well, 3.04 ERA, and the Giants have fared very well in his outings this season. Now, Cease on the road has been virtually unhittable, 1.76 ERA on the highway, and over the last month, he's been basically unhittable. 27 and one-third innings pitched, 0.33 ERA over the last month. So Cease is on another level right now, and Webb has been solid. He'll tend to give you a decent amount of length, and if you want to go through the last couple of outings, he has allowed one uh, He's allowed one earned run in his last 20 innings pitched. So he's been amazing too. My favorite play in this game, I love the under. I think you'll see a pitcher's duel here between two really solid starting pitchers. As for the actual side, it's very tricky because I do like both pitchers. I think Cease is better right now. So I would lean Chicago, but at the end of the day, Webb has been so good at home, and the Giants have been amazing whenever he pitches at home. I'm going to go with San Francisco. I think that this should be a very close 2-1 to game, maybe 1-1 game through 6 or 7. And when it comes to which bullpen I trust more, I trust the San Francisco bullpen more. So give me the Giants to win that game as well. And last but not least, we're going to talk about the final game in this series before we get into the Arizona series. You have a Sunday game at 4.05 p.m. Eastern time with Giolito against DiSclefani, which is similar to the first pitching matchup with Lynn and Cobb. Both pitchers suck, and Giolito has been awful for about a month and a half. He was better in his last outing against the Angels. He battled. He didn't look great, but he still got through it. DiSclefani's been a lost cause, and – the issue was last year he was solid. He battled some injuries, came back, was awful when he came back. And so far this season, he has been an absolute mess. And when you have a 9.95 ERA to boot with a two-plus whip, and if you look at his home numbers, two starts, six and a third innings pitched, 12.79 ERA. He's been atrocious. I'm going with the White Sox. I think that the Giants are going to win the series which is why I have them winning games one and two. But Giolito, he wasn't good last start, but he was better. So maybe he can build some confidence off that outing. DiSclefani's got nothing to work with right now. He's arguably been the worst starting pitcher in the league. I know it's a small sample size, only 19 innings pitched. But when your ERA is 9.95 and your ERA is double digits at home, I can't back you. I just don't think you're very good right now. We'll see if DiSclefani can piece it together or if he potentially needs to go to the minors or potentially even cut. We saw, for example, the uh, White Sox move on from Keuchel earlier this year because he was awful, and maybe the Giants might do the same. But you, you cannot keep throwing DiScofani out there if he's going to get shelled. And as a result, I do think you'll end up seeing uh, DiScofani probably be out of the rotation in, I'd say, the next month or so if he just doesn't turn a corner, which I think is more realistic than people want to believe. Now, looking at the Arizona series, the Giants should pretty much sweep the series. Now, I'm going to go through the pitching matchups, and Arizona does have 
uh, solid starting pitchers, probably better starting pitchers in two of the three meetings. But I'll start off with the first one on Monday. You have the pitcher's duel of the series. You have Rodon taking on Gallon. Now, Gallon was very good to start the year. He has been a bit more vulnerable recently, so perhaps the Giants could get to him. Rodon has been great, though. 2.62 ERA and 86 innings pitched. And if you want to look at the recent numbers for Rodon, he has been fantastic. He's given up two earned runs in his last four starts combined. And if you're doing the math at home, that is equivalent to 27 innings of work. So Rodon has been lights out. Gallon's been okay. He's been good in the first couple innings. And just like his last start against San Diego, he tends to struggle and give up a big inning every now and then. But of course, he's still a very solid pitcher. I am going to go with the Giants in this one, though. Simply put, I think Rodon's the better pitcher, and I do trust him more than Gallon based on current form. And Arizona's bullpen has been a mess, so I do think if Gallon does not give them much length, then Arizona's bullpen could get them into trouble. So give me the Giants to win the series opener here. Now moving on to the second game in the series, you have Wood against Bumgarner, and Bumgarner's actually been decent this year. His record's 3-7. and seven. However, he does have a 3.75 ERA, so he has been serviceable. Alex Wood, though, not so much. He's 5-6, and six, but he has a 5.05 ERA. Both pitchers have the exact same whip. But Bumgarner, I just think, is in a little bit better form. Wood got absolutely cooked his last time out against Atlanta. One inning pitched, six runs allowed, all of them earned. Start before that, struggled against Pittsburgh, five and a third, four runs there. So I don't exactly like his current form. And I do think that even though Arizona is one of the worst offenses in the league, I do think that Wood is the type of pitcher who would potentially get into some trouble in this matchup. And Bumgarner, we know that he is just a very crafty lefty at this stage in his career. But if you want to go through the numbers, he has been pretty good for the most part. Now, I'll admit his last start against San Diego was not great. However, the starts before that were pretty good. His home numbers, though, 3.13 ERA. So he has been sharp at Chase Field. And as a result, I do think you will end up seeing Bumgarner look pretty sharp in this upcoming matchup. So give me Bumgarner. I think they'll win game two. It'll be close. It'll be ugly. But I do think Arizona finds a way to hold on. And for the last one, you have Cobb against Kelly. And Kelly's been the much better pitcher. There's really no way around it. 3.64 ERA, 84 innings pitched. He's been solid. The walks have been noticeable. 30 walks in that, uh, so uh, 30 walks so far this season. Now to go through the actual numbers, he has been underwhelming in two of his last three outings. I gave up four runs in six innings against Detroit at home and five runs in six innings against Cincinnati. In the middle of that, he had a good home start against Minnesota. But you do wonder if Kelly's going to struggle since in recent form he has been, uh, I'd say, worse than expected. Now, Cobb, we already went through in the White Sox series. Uh, It's not good. So, of course, you know, I don't want to repeat myself fully. He's been better lately, so I guess he's got that going for him. But I'm going to take the Giants in this one. Kelly's recent form concerns me, and I do think the Giants should do enough to squeak out a win here, probably by the score of 4-2 to two or so. But I do think the Giants will win this series against a team that is 
very underwhelming. And I do think that the Giants should have a pretty good week as a result. So to recap all those thoughts, I have the Giants in game one against Chicago. I have the Giants losing game two against Cease. And I have them losing game three against Chicago. So I have them losing the series against the White Sox. And then I end up having them win game one against Arizona. I have them losing game two against Bumgarner. And I have them winning game three against Kelly. I can't call it an upset because the Giants should be favored. But based on the starting pitching matchup, Kelly's better, but I don't trust his recent form. That's been this installment of the Ben Murray podcast here for Thursday, June 30th. Bye, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.